Welcome to the American Hard Enduro Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to the October 1st, 2021 podcast. I'm here. This is Will Preston. I'm here in my office with my friend, Drew Kirby. What's going on, Will? Not a lot, man. It's been a pretty hectic season, wouldn't you say? Yeah, we crammed a lot into the the middle of the season, and the season's kind of over. The last race of the year was this past weekend, uh, the season finale of the Sears series, Cliffhanger. The Cliffhanger. Not the Avalanche. Not the Avalanche, Gary Davis. Patsy Davis. <laughs> this is the um, the sixth round of the Sears series, or was the sixth round of the Sears series. It was hosted by the Trials Training Center in Sequatchie, Tennessee. I'm sure, m- surely, all of you know about the Trials Training Center, right? It was beautiful down there. Creek had creeks had tons of water. It, the leaves were trying to turn a little bit, not much, but there were some leaves down. It was it was great. wasn't that hot? I mean, was it in low eighties? Cool at night. It was actually pretty. We got down there Friday evening, and yep. it got cold Friday evening. Yeah, we had a fire both nights. One night. Yeah. So, all right. Well, so Will's got his outline that I have not seen. So he's got a list. Let's talk about it. Well, first of all, let's let's thank our sponsors. Oh, we've got to. I mean, we've been thoroughly enjoying our 2021 KTM 300 XCWs from SLM Racing, KTM of North Texas. Arlington, Texas. Arlington? Abington? Arlington. No, Arlington. Wait. I have no idea. It's one of the two. <laughs> now you got me confused. I've counted on it. But no, huge thanks to those guys. So it's, it, and let's just get off track right off the start. It's sponsorship time. Like, we've been sending out resumes to, you know, the people that have helped us in the past. We've been very thankful. And, um, I'm going to reach out to uh, the guys at SLM Racing see if we can maybe get a couple more bikes for next year. So hopefully they've been happy with – I don't know if they've seen any return from the podcast, but hopefully they've seen some. They are in Arlington, Texas, by okay. the way. Well, I'm glad you you solved that. Good thing you were on the Google. But uh, we and, also – Go to slmracing.com okay. to check out their website. They've, they've got everything you need right there. So I think they're KTM, Gas Gas, and Husky. They're not Sherco at the moment. From what I understand, KTM Gas Gas, Husqvarna, and Intense Cycles. Ooh, and Intense. I actually rode Quinn Wenzel's Intense this weekend. First time I've been on one. Was it Intense? Yeah, it was. It was a taser, Intense Taser, and it was it was pretty good. It, so I liked it. Was is that his little Trials electric bike? No, no, this was the e bike. E bike. Yep. Okay. Well, I know Intense is big into the downhill game, so I didn't really know what that relationship was with Hard Enduro. Yeah, I know. Um, Ryan Dungey's a partner in Intense. Um, I didn't know how big. Like I said, I just know the e-bikes. I know Nico Mullally and Aaron Gwynn, who both own property. Well, excuse me. Aaron Gwynn just bought property in Oliver Springs. Really? Who is a one of the best World Cup, probably the best American to ever compete in World Cup downhill. Uh, and I saw him and Nico at Windrock last week, last Thursday evening riding. Oh, wow. Well, and we're really off topic, but if you guys <laughs> are going. outside of Knoxville, uh, the Windrock Bike Park is pretty intense and insane, and I will not ride a downhill mountain bike down that, I don't think. I'll ride my dirt bike down it. Come on, Drew. So, I, anyway, I rode last night there with my 12-year-old, and he's doing just fine. I wouldn't. Yeah, he's better than me on a mountain bike. There's no he, doubt. He actually rode chainless, so that was he's having some derailer issues, so the derailer hanger part that we needed didn't come in, so he rode chainless. That's pretty cool. All right, so back to topic. We talked about SLM racing. Hopefully, we can get some 22s coming in in the near future. And also, who else do we need to thank, Will? We need to thank Rob Cosler down at Moto Lab. 
he is down in, I guess, Soddy Daisy, Tennessee. Yep. Uh, just, just down the road from Knoxville, about an hour and a half drive, probably 30 minutes out of Chattanooga. But I was down there yesterday, two days ago. When is it? It's Friday. Yeah, it was two days ago. Down there Wednesday. And I was talking to him. I was like, all right, so how much of the stuff you're doing is, you know, actually customers bringing their forks and their shock in versus mail order, uh, you know, where it comes in in a box? And he said he's doing 90% um, through the mail. Really? Well, and I know, so I've got a chiropractor buddy, um, and he races hair scrambles, and he had talked to Rob about going down there and physically taking his bike Rob was going to do some work on it, let him ride it, and then maybe do some work on it. So he's got that. He's got a little bit of land there that you could go ride the bike, see what you think, and let him make some adjustments. He's got some telephone poles that resemble an enduro cross track. He's got a woods trail. I mean, he he's up on top of a mountain too. Yeah, there's got to be some hard enduro. That's what I was thinking the there's whole time rocks. I was driving up there. Yeah, so. that's a good spot. But yeah, thanks. He actually serviced the forks and shock on my practice bike that had 74 hours on it and i didn't ask him how bad it was i asked him did you ask mine him? okay and, and my bike had 60 plus hours on it i was like all right you know what'd you think and he was like man the oil was it looked really good really he's like of course i could tell it's been ridden but he's like surprisingly good well because he i was having some topping out issues on the explorer forks like when you do a wheelie like yeah. your front wheels come off the ground there's like this Thud, like metal on metal thud. The seventy three TL one twenty five. You do a wheelie, it will knock you off of it when yes. the, when it tops out. And he was saying that a lot of people are saying ten hours service those things. Like when they're new, just put some fresh oil in. Okay. So, but again, who wants to service well in, a ten hour bike? And and it was cool because him being a suspension guy, obviously I'm not. He immediately asked me. He was like, "How much sag are you running?" And I was like, "Well, I set it for one ten <laughs> or one twelve back." When I first got the bike, and he's like, well, you're not running enough sag. I can tell by the, sh- the stroke and the shock. He's like, put this on your bike and check your sag. Well, And what was weird is we checked your sag, and it was 112, and we were trying to get it down. And Bef- like, No, before that, it was like 105. Oh, it was that. Okay. So yeah, then- when Blake checked it with me the first time. Okay, so then we adjusted it. We're trying to get it down in the 120 range for a little hard enduro action. And you Sorry, need- Rob. You almost need a... <laughs> Lighter. He's like, never go past 115. I just blew you out. I'm like, 125. But Yoma might need a lighter spring because we had all the preload off of that thing. Well, and I've ridden Ryder Ryder LeBlanc's bike. Holy cow. And I love how soft that thing feels. I know, I mean. He he weighs 130, Will. Exactly. (laughs) Maybe maybe that's it. We need that. I need his spring. Well, But that bike's not PDS, so that's a totally different subject. And something I want to talk about as we talk about the cliffhanger is – I wanted to go – I was all over the place. Traction was hard to find on those rocks. And he went by me, and he didn't look like he was struggling to find traction. Now, as we know, it's usually the rider, not the bike. But I should have, thinking back, stolen his bike and gone and played around in one or two sections. I wish I would have, looking back. Yeah, I, I think we're probably they, – they might have let us have done that. Yeah, and I know some people stayed in road on Sundays. All right, let's get back on topic. Thank you to SLM Racing. Thank you to Rob at Moto Lab. Um, Hopefully, we can continue working together in 2022. Absolutely. So, you want to just go straight into the results, or we want to talk about the weekend? Uh, I mean, we got to talk about the weekend. What, I mean, that's what the podcast is, right? That's right. Um, so, like I said, Drew and I both showed up separately on Friday evening, got our campers with our family set up, um, nice dinner. That's about it. Okay, we're going to do this? Yeah, let's do this. Okay. All right. Cheers. So, 
season-ending podcast cheers. We were saying a season-ending podcast, but it, again, it's 1st of October, so I'm sure we're going to do a podcast about something. Yeah. Maybe. And but, I've, I've got a lot of stuff on this list here that we don't have to cover it all today, but some of it's happening right now. Okay. Um, Enduro Cross. Oh, Hickspania. I've been watching that. They were Hard doing Enduro the, World Championship. They were doing the uh, qualifying race today. Silly like season. Hot, like hot laps. 2022 so, AMA right. Extreme Schedule. Ooh, there's some. What's there to talk about there? I don't know. I don't know. All right, so let's get into the weekend. Woke up. I woke up super early Saturday morning. Shocker. Shocking. Went. My son was up. Shocker. We're in the RV. No, you can't do anything without waking everyone up. So we went out and walked the first mile of the course. And luckily we did because in the long run it didn't help me. But early on in the race, I was, I thought, dead last off the line. My bike didn't start. And I got a bad start and made some moves pretty quick. And then, well, I mean, we'll just go into it. Well, and, and I went to the starting line, and I was like, what's going on? Why is the inside open? So, like, I, yep. I lined up very far inside, which was like 30 feet to the first turn, and the people lined up to the outside, you know, they're looking at 100 feet to the first turn. I, I was surprised that that many, like, so when I was warming up, there was no one lined up, and I didn't want to be the first person. I like to let a little, at least a couple people sign up, but it was a pretty 90-degree right turn, so I didn't want to be too inside and have a hard time making the turn, but, like, Jackson – a um, bunch of those guys lined up way to the outside. I was surprised. Yeah, and and I guess right maybe before the national anthem, Travis Wilson pulled up to my inside, so he was even further inside to me than me. And I was like, Travis, I'm like, am I missing the point here? Because I think we got the best spot, and we're like <laughs> two of the last people lined up. He's like, I think so too. Yeah, it was it was it wasn't bad. So they and then I was like, man, I'm just gonna get creamed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What I told Jackson, he aimed. Jackson had his bike aimed like we're all aimed straight. He's got his bike at a 45-degree angle aimed straight. So when we all have to turn right, he is going to be going straight. And so I was like, Jackson, I'm going to beat you there, and I'm going to take your front wheel out Well, until my bike doesn't start. And really, I think for maybe the silver and the bronze rows, where we the inside wasn't as good. But since you had no chance to get any speed, it was such yep. a short run-up to the first turn. Yep. That's why I thought the inside was good. Yeah, and I think JoJo was to my right, to your left. So he yeah. was in between us. He ended up getting the whole shot, and he was gone. And so – Last year, we went into the woods, cross gravel road, went into the woods and turned right and went like quarter mile out, U-turn, quarter mile back. Well, this year, they just had us going straight on this Jeep road. They added a little chicane. And then all of a sudden, they decided to add this little ribbon chicane. So luckily, I think Ryder told me, he's like, hey, man, go look at the start. So I went and looked at it. And I'm like, all right, if I get a bad start, I've got this sneaky little line cutting right early. So got a bad start. Quinn turns right and just comes in front <laughs> of me. And I'm like, he was going in the old way. And I'm like, right. Quinn, where are you going? Nick went with him. So I was like, well, that helps. So I guess Nick figured it out quicker than Quinn. As we're dropping into the creek, here comes this blue fender uh -oh. hitting me from my right side. And it's a right turn. I'm like, what the? You know, you're just, I'm trying to sort it out. I don't want to do anything crazy. Here comes Quinn, or not Quinn, Nick, I found out later. So I proceed to go into the creek. You were to the right. I was like, all right, I'm going to go a little to the left. And my front fork lug caught a rock, and immediately I go, down yeah i saw your gopro footage you immediately got wet gloves <laughs> yeah and it was everyone was like i felt bad for you you know five minutes i wasn't even five minutes it was what 30 seconds into the race my right maybe glove 15 seconds <laughs> maybe so but i got going again and and i was holding nick up so i was like that's what you get for slamming me but yeah it, it was all good from there i i was way further up front than i normally am well yes you when i was behind you i was like damn it will got a good start <laughs> Yeah, but that didn't last very long. No, well, and you took the sneaky line around the yep. inside of that that hill climb, so you passed pretty much everyone. Well, and so that's what I didn't understand. Sear, it was very similar. We run up this creek, and in TKO, we went over this log. Well, they took us about fifty feet more and just made a fresh up, 
you know, what did it go up? 30 feet? At and least. Then, and then you could. Keep, I went up a good 80 feet. Yeah, so then you could keep going into these, like, big rocks while I walked. And I'm like, man, if I could turn right here, I I'm going to turn right. I that line and could not well, find it. And, and I told Will, Nick cut to my inside going up that hill. I swung it a little wide because I wanted to get straightened up. I don't know how slick it was. When Nick kind of cut me off, I'm like, well, fine. I'm just I'm going to slow down. And I went up, and I turned right. And literally, I passed Ryder. You, Quinn. You you might have passed like 10 guys. I passed everyone except JoJo. I didn't realize he had the whole shot. Yeah. So and you thought you were in the lead. No, no. I, I saw him. Okay. But I realized there weren't many other people. And then that lasted another 20 seconds until this fresh little snaky uphill that I was going to straight line. And, and that's I, where I got back by you. I caught a vine on my left foot peg and down I go. And I, I was so mad. I thought the entire pass class passed me there. Yeah. So, all right. So that was the start of my race in my head. What? How was yours? I mean, my my start was good. Um, I got off the line decently. I think I was in third-ish. What were there, about 20 guys on the first row? Yeah, I would say at least. 25? Yeah, let's go 25. So, Makes um, me feel better about my result. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, I, I, was, I was losing positions just because I started to pump up, and I wasn't riding very aggressively. But well, You said you and Quinn kind of had a little back and forth. Not really. I mean – I, I came out of the creek when he was coming out of the creek. I probably held him up a little bit. Um, ran down through there. Sorry about my dog. Yeah. I don't know what Maple's barking at. I'll shut the door. Keep talking. So did that little chicane you were talking about, and I went I, – I was looking for your line. I couldn't find it and went on up the hill around that tree, and by the time I got out there, up there and turned around, like 10 people were passing me on the inside. No, oh, it sucks. So dropped down the next hill. I passed, got passed again. I was just – Getting shuffled back quick. Yep. They made it to a little S turn hill you're talking about, and yep, got the vine. I got a good drive up that. You know, just kind of taking my time. Finally went through that first check. Yep. And then there was a naughty little section right after the first split. Yeah, and I got up that just fine. Yeah, I did not. Yeah, I saw your. Uh-huh. I saw well, your video. I I did. I missed the. There was a go up and take a right line. Well, I had a line. I walked it. I had a line to stay on the banner on the right side yep, all walked, the way. Yep. There so, was like three people in that when I got there. Well, it, that was what I was. Thinking. I was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I had the line between these two trees, but when you got up there, I forgot to turn right, and so I jumped over a log, and it put me in a. Oh, yeah. I ended up having to. If you watch the GoPro, go back down ten feet and start over. I was. So, I took my goggles. My goggles came off there and never went back on. So, and then when we finally got to Strange Hill, yep, that was pretty much the beginning of the end for me. Was it? Yeah, I mean, I, well, you took when I got there, you were halfway up. Come yeah, down. I just didn't get a good drive. I'm gonna blame it on my sag issue, <laughs> <laughs> or my tire setup, or something. <laughs> all of the above. So I came all the way back down. Second run, I got a pretty good run. Got like 40 feet from the top, and then just bulldogged it and oh, took so that inside up. line that was awful. I don't know if you saw it. The banner kind of cut off some of the. Is this on the, the hill or the? It's up above the hill. No, it's still on the hill. Okay. And so Drew Dobbs and I. He was like, "Yeah, well," and I'm like, "No, this is gonna be bad." Because I'd walked in, I knew what I was, I knew what I was in for. Finally, got up through there, and then the next little bit where I told you you have to get mm-hmm. up above that tree, I did exactly what you said. I went around, I went as high as I could. Yeah, went around Travis. That was key. Yep. Got up there, and then I can't remember um, what was going on, but I got over that rock really well. Okay. Like. Yeah, it was nothing. No problem. Jackson was sitting there pushing. I don't know what he was doing. But then on the other side of the rock, I slid down in that hole. Oh, did you get hung on the tree or did you just go down the hole? I think I, there was a tree there. Here comes my dog. No, nope, Mabel opened the door. I was, I don't know, roots, 
trees oh, sucks. off camber, and I spent a while down in that hole before. You're, you're done, like, right above Strange Hill, left turn over that rock. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Really? Okay. Yeah, it was pitiful. That sucks. Yeah. Because from after that, there was probably three, two, three miles of just flowy single track because yeah. it was – it was me and Jackson just cruising, and then we caught up to Jeremiah Burkhardt, and we were playing, like, follow the leader, and then the leader misses a turn, so then, you know, then you play leapfrog. Leapfrog. Yeah, and we did that all the way to the wash. Yeah, and then the wash, I, I was pathetic. Uh, I was not that pathetic, but I got up there. I had a great run to get up to the new part, and then Jackson and Jeremiah were up there. Jackson had passed Jeremiah. And Jeremiah, I was waiting on them, and I looked at Chuck, and I said, if you're looking up the wash, there was a line to the left, and it was like a big sweeping line. No one had taken it, and I was like, I'll give it a shot. It, it was the beginning of the end for me. <laughs> so fit, physical fitness-wise, because I ended up pushing, picking up. Travis caught me there, and then I'm sure what everybody talked about from that race was the off-camber after the wash. But actually, it was, it was a little bit after the wash. We, had, we cruised for a little bit, then we did the downhill mountain bike trail up. Well, but before we got out of the wash, oh, sorry. the very last little ledge. Yes. Got I mean, me. Like, literally, like, your front, there's the, a big the tree there. One foot. Yep. I did. I did. Yep. I basically got <laughs> high centered on that thing and did the same. It took me a while to, to pull my bike and push my bike. And my front wheel went below that big tree. So I had to, like, Ugh, back it up and yeah. then pivot turn front wheel up, then pick it up. Just, uh, it was, again, the beginning of the end. I was tired. I was blown up right there. I would like to go to the wash fresh mm -hmm. and just hit it a couple times. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and, and and again, traffic traffic traction wasn't horrible. Uh, traffic was, was pretty horrible. Yeah, I, when I got there, wasn't it? If those two guys wouldn't, I, been I there. was getting mixed well into the silver class at this well, point. Honestly, so I was watching Spencer Ricketts. Yeah, ten minute recap, and he gets up at the wash, and he like cuts to that, and he's like, "Hey, Will," and I'm like, "What the heck's Will doing here?" Yeah. But then you had out. well, you had radiator problems, and I thought that might have happened prior. Let, yeah, I'll go with Let's that. Let's go with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised. But knowing, I was wondering where you got hung up because, again, between Strange Hill and the wash, there wasn't much. But yeah, having I, trouble with Strange Hill and then having trouble with the rock above it, yeah, I could see that. It, it just mounted. Gotcha. Sag, sag issues. The, yeah, sag issues, radiator issues. And then finally, the um, off camber Ooh. really finished me off. Um, so I got, long story short, I hit one of those 45-degree angle logs, <laughs> skid-bladed it, and Which got one? going way fast down the hill. Is that where you did the log? Log? Yeah, and a dead tree limb, I don't know, jammed between my front number plate and my brake cable, front brake cable. Yep. I saw that. It looked bad. Yeah. You so described it after the race, and I it's hard to visualize it. And I'm like, I don't see how that'd be that hard. And then I saw the picture in the video. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah the, the bike was, like, at a 45-degree angle downhill. looked flat, though. It looked flat in the GoPro, for sure. But it was at a steep angle, and I couldn't get my bike to go back uphill. I couldn't break the log. I was afraid if I put any more pressure on it, I was going to tear my, my hook. Yeah. You know, I didn't and no do front that. brakes would have been horrible. I don't know if I could. I, I would have just left my bike. It'd still be there. <laughs> I think there might be some people still there from what, from what I hear. I never made it back there. So I had, uh, to, I had to dig through my bag, find my 8-millimeter, Take, Glad you had it. Oh, no kidding. Took my – and my biggest fear was I would lose a bolt because it was so <laughs> steep. And it would pop loose, and there goes the bolt. So I, I made a nice little – you know, arranged a spot in a, in a, in a mossy, leaf-covered area right next to me <laughs> that I could reach from my seat and, you know, tools and bolts. And oh. if 
finally got it loose. And when I got it loose, of course, the bike wanted to run down the hill. I was going to say, I bet it, it let loose, literally. Yes. Yeah, so you know you know how that went. Well, so I got – Travis and I got out of the wash together, Travis Wilson. And then we rode together to the start of the single track – or, excuse me, start of the off-camber. And, honestly, I'm just glad I was in front of him to hold him up so he had to help me because I, I just was pitiful. I don't know – I'm blaming it on the t- – let's go with the tire. Maybe, yeah. Maybe the sag, maybe my short legs. I don't know what the problem was, but – and of course, so Travis and I are playing, help each other, and then here comes Russell Loudermilk with his twelve foot legs, just dinking and dunking. I was so mad. Oh. And then, so I think my least favorite part—I don't even my least favorite part. There was some, but there was a sketchy twenty foot downhill. That—that that is where I think I had my radiator hose issues. Well, I mean, you saw my go. Did you see my GoPro of that section? No. You need to go look at it. Okay. Travis did this weird. He didn't aim the bike down the hill and bulldog it. He, like, went sideways and, like, seesawed front and rear, front and rear. And I'm like, okay, but I was afraid, knowing my luck, I'd get turned completely backwards and be facing the wrong direction. Right. So I'm like, I'm going to bulldog it. So I start bulldogging it. Immediately, the front end, front end goes away, so I just let it go. I'm like, I'll see at the bottom. Well, it hooked a handlebar, did a complete flip, <laughs> and landed, luckily, not too far down in there. And then I look up at Russell in, in a pitiful way, like, I'd appreciate it if you'd wait till I get out of the way, because I don't want to get hit with your bike. Yeah. Um, but and Travis had gone around me at that point. So Russell is probably the most considerate hard enduro rider there is. Oh, he, he, yes. You buy him a case of Diet Mountain Dew. That, that, oh, I still need to do that. Yeah. We, we owe him do. for, <laughs> we owe him a few. Battle the uh, goats two years ago. Yeah. So, well, so then where'd you end up making it? I know you had some trouble. Well, so soon after that little downhill, little in oh, exclamation points. Well, it really was. It was 20 feet. And well, Hunter, hey, Hunter said Derek. That was like the alternate. There was another one he wanted to take oh us down. It was way worse. So go ahead. Anyways, the next time my bike got hot, um, right, I just smelled coolant. Yeah, you know, and, it and looked steam. down, and it looked like I had the no, the nos shooting out the side <laughs> of my bike. The just, green, the green nos, the green nos going everywhere. So I was like, crap, you know. Cut it off. Figured out exactly where the leak is, and it was on the bottom side, on the left side, between the yep. motor and the radiator so i was like I, i'll just i'll ride to the next check um so the next check what was back near strange hill so that was the one where you loop back around and yeah. it was called so you went through the check and then started what they called Candyland. i found out later yeah so i made it to the next check talked to gary and i was like i'm gonna go back to the truck and see if i can fix this thing yep uh did that went back to the truck and no one was there <laughs> yeah. yeah hello anybody yeah I somebody looked, i looked in your your trailer nothing i didn't see any radiator hosing yeah i'm nothing I looked at my toolbox nothing so i was like all right street clothes and beer time oh well i wondered because as usually happens with these races especially this one would have been ideal for it i start out great and fade fast and every time i hear a bike coming i look around like here comes will damn it <laughs> and it was never will and so finally i think i saw one of our wives i was like where's will and like oh he's done his bike i'm like Oh, thank God. I don't have to to keep looking back and waiting for him. So, but, but so we got through the off camber, came back around, went through that Candyland section. It was some of the gnarly green rocks over by the green cabin. Just awful. Went up, up up above the Red Bull Ravine for anybody that's not familiar with this event. Up above that. They used a ton, well, a ton of fresh stuff. And then some of everything we did was harder than the Sunday second race. I mean, just in general. Um, so then we got to what they called Easy Creek. Harder than the Sunday second race of TKO. Yeah, 100%. What did I say? I don't even know. No, I was just okay. reiterating. Yeah, I mean, it, it was without a doubt. And then 
I think if this would have been the second race TKO Sunday, it would have been a graveyard for some of those guys. But anyway, it was it was good. Dead bodies. Oh, there, we, there's, I was telling you, there's still some out there. So anyway, we got to the section friends with benefits, and it was luckily not that bad. I got up it, and then I'm cruising. We rode it last year. So was it a little ridden? Since I didn't get there, was it a little more ridden in? It was from it was the previous dev- year. Yep, hundred percent. That was my favorite section last year. Yep. So it was it was much better. So I get up there and. Uh, PJ, a silver rider, was there, and we were both confused because I don't think he. I know one silver rider had passed me. I don't know about anybody else. So anyway, we played. You go up the hill, I go up the hill, and finally I got up it, kept going, and we kind of basically you go up to the top, the very top of the mountain. You're along the the rock ledge, and it's really cool. You just kind of follow it, lots of downs and ups. So I'm like, okay, I didn't like it last time. Traction seemed much better this time. I got to the end of that section from last year, and instead of turning right and going down. We turn left and go up. And I was like kind of demoralized because I was just wanting to do a lap and be done. And I looked and I'm like, oh, we got to go up that. And it was like that fresh rocks with the green moss. And you can just tell they're going to be slick. So start dinking and dunking. And then I got excited again because we turned down again. And this was probably the hardest part of the race for me personally. It was downhill, huge rocks and huge holes. And you almost had to like go up from rock to rock without falling in a hole or crushing your pipe or getting hung up. And again, you're going downhill. So anytime you misstep, you are done or you're, you're, you're jammed, your front wheels jammed in. You got to pull it back. And, and I, you're already smoked at this yeah, point. And, and I wasted a ton of energy there. Um, but anyway, got out of that, did uphill swamp, went back down. That probably seemed really easy. Actually, what was so funny is when I finally got off of that friends with benefits, it felt like forever. I got back into the bronze trail and I could tell it was a bronze like coming back together because it was like a burned in super highway. And what I'd been on was a goat path that looked like 20 people had been on. Maybe, maybe I guess technically there'd only been eight. Yeah. And I had Ryder lapped me at this point. Nick had lapped me. Quinn, I hadn't seen Quinn. So, you know, eight or nine people. And I was so excited. I'm like, oh my God, I can ride my bike for a while. I don't have to get off and push, hopefully. Um, so, but it, it was. It was awesome. Then again, we went and did uphill swamp. I actually struggled at uphill swamp. It was so slick. I was so gassed. <laughs> but And then we came down some of the what's normally the hot lap, the creek behind the cabins. We came down that entire thing from Ooh. the the Red Bull or the, call it, what's the Kinda Waterfall or the Kinda Rock Garden. We call it the waterfall mm-hmm. from there all the way down behind the cabins, Enduro Cross, and then back to the start. And then I made a lap, and I think I had an hour left. I thought I was out of time, but – my watch was still on Eastern, and we were on Central. So real time got you. Real time got me. I was I was pushing. Try. I would take like a thirty second break, take my helmet off. But so that was it. My race was, I don't know, disappointing. My physical fitness is uh, not where it should be. Maybe we should have an off season training program podcast. We know any gym rats? <laughs> I thought you meant like we were going to talk. I'm like, obviously, I don't <laughs> need to be doing that. I, I we made, are not the guys. So I made the joke. We had this rental house we were working on, and we were working on it like any spare moment instead of riding. So normally we try to ride, what, twice a week maybe, best case? No, that's best case. Best case. And then I try to work out at least every day or every other day. And I've been working out one day a week, drinking beer six days a week, and working on a rental house any spare moment. I said, that is not the key to hard enduro success, I have found out. That's, that's the opposite. It's officially not. So that was my weekend. I ended up ninth in gold and 10th overall. I ended so, up 11th in gold. I know. That's what was cracked me up. I'm like, yeah. Will's two spots behind me, and <laughs> he made I, it two quick hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. 
you didn't uh, have near as much fun as we did. But no, it was great. So I did one, not get my money's worth. One thing that was great. Just kidding, I did. Yeah, well, yeah, no doubt. One thing was great. We got to the end, and, and where the check I was, the, the end of a lap was right where Will was talking about it. Came back around. He was talking to Gary, and it was the start of Candyland. And so I basically went over there, parked my bike. Jarrett Moan was there. You were there. Blake was just coming into it. And we got to sit there and see these silver riders. We're like, dude, you guys have like 45 minutes. You're not making it the next check. And like, they didn't Lee, care. Lee Hickok, I think it's not saying Hickok, was like, I paid $70 to come here and race. I'm going to ride as long as I can. They're going to have to pull Hell me yeah. off this course. And this was a gnarly spot, dude. We saw a guy, this guy said, Do you want a video of someone puking? And of course, Jarrett Moan <laughs> says, Yes, yeah. I do. And he, he really videoed this guy puking. Well, and if anybody saw our Instagram story, um, that's where I said that mm. the silver battle was taking place. Yeah. Yeah, well, and that's where you, the video of JoJo's eye. Yeah. Um, and then the end with Jackson was where his he just pulled up there and chilled. Yeah, he's like, if nobody comes, I'm done. I'm done. I don't blame him. So I got to go back to the, the true highlight of my day. All right. I was back on some silver or some everyone course, I guess, the, the main loop. And I'd pass some silver guys. It was kind of a bad little spot. And then we got on a Jeep road. And we just come off the Jeep road, and there's like this weird V-Rock, and I see Adam does dirt bikes laying there, and I can just see the rear tire of the KDX. He's on a 89 KDX. Oh, well, yeah, it's, it's a little rougher now. So I didn't know what he was doing. I didn't really pay attention to where I was, unfortunately. And I kind of got hung up, and I gave it a couple pushes, and all of a sudden, off my bike goes, throws me off over the front because it stopped, and it's still running. I'm hanging on by the Bark Buster alone. So I'm trying to pull myself up off this little bad situation. Rear wheel catches traction. It lunges forward about six feet, hits the old KDX, and sends her down the hill. Is this in your GoPro? It is definitely in my GoPro. We need to clip that out and then repost it somewhere. Yeah, somebody said it was like 42 minutes in. Okay, luckily, I'll check it out. She, luckily, she survived that long. But it, in, it in was, Drew's GoPro footage is on the American Hard Enduro YouTube page. It is. So check it out. Yep. Yeah, check it out. Just please excuse my language and heavy breathing and poor riding. <laughs> heavy right. breathing. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so we were talking about the podcast. <sighs> I was like, that's my GoPro right there. All right. So Me dying. the overall results. Oh, should we talk about who won? Chuck says we should talk about that, not not ourselves. Well, I don't really care, Chuck. Let's not even talk about the winner then. No, let's not even talk Second about the Second place. Second place. Nick Faringer. <laughs> uh, third went to Quinn Winsel. <laughs> uh, fourth, Jeremiah Burkhart. He's had a great year. And I've got a I've got interviews with Jeremiah, Nick, and the, the guy, guy that, that won. The guy that won. <laughs> well, I don't know what team he rides for. Uh and funny enough, those interviews are on my son's phone. Uh, the house phone. Okay. I was like, whoa. My phone was dead. Okay. So I had to borrow a phone and do those interviews. So I'll try to throw those in this podcast. Where is this phone? Like MIA? No, it's at school with him right oh, now. Oh, okay. But anyways, Jackson Davis, fifth place. Yeah, had a good run. Him He's, and JoJo apparently were back and forth. Can we just expand the podium, say it's five spots? Cause, sure, why not? All right, Jackson. Well, they gave, if you look at the picture, they gave awards back to like seventh. Okay. Which clearly we didn't get any. Sixth place. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> was not in there. In the podium. Uh, Jojo Tool got sixth, and yep. Jojo apparently fell on a rock oh. and got punched in the eyeball. Uh, it, oh, it was, I mean, it's very, all joking aside, he's lucky it wasn't an inch higher, or he could have been without his left eye. So we were down at the camper after the race, and we just see the Tool's van just peel out of there. Yep. We're like, whoa, where are they going? And, and Drew was like, all his stuff's still up there. Yep, they left in a hurry. So they went to the hospital. And um, luckily, they were able to glue that thing. Yep. No stitches. I mean, there's not much to stitch to right there and yeah. sensitive area. So the glue looks like it held. It didn't look like he got a good shiner. Um, we, we need to get a 
recent or a present picture of what his shiner looks well, like right now. He sent it to our Instagram story. He was wanting the video, and I was waiting for you to send him the video. Oh, well, maybe I need to check our yeah. Instagram account. It, it is on the, the DMs. Gotcha. So, okay, All right, I'll so do that. Let's talk about who won. All joking aside. Not only the cliffhanger, but had a dominating season. He participated in five races in Sear this year, and he won all five. Uh, the sixth was a drop, and that sixth race was the GPS race. Yep. And Quinn Winslow won that one. Yep, because he was at an E-West Coast hard enduro. Uh, yeah, AMA Extreme West. Sorry. So, R- Rattlebond won the championship. He won the cliffhanger, so he gets the free entry to Erzberg yep. 2022. Yep. Team DRT. Team Rider. DRT, Husqvarna. Yep. Yeah, first year that they've they've done this, and Ryder's made some big strides. I mean, he is looking good. You know, I mean, he's he's coming on strong. In the last two years, I mean, he's gone from, like, a top 20 guy in the country. Well, I mean, we were beating him two years ago. That's true. They, like, battle the goats and some stuff. I mean, he was – granted, he's still 130 pounds, but – We he, don't have a chance against him now. No. <laughs> not even he's gonna lap us <laughs> no yeah every race every i'm maybe I, multiple times that's why i like one lap races <laughs> <laughs> can't get lapped on a one lap race no but congratulations Ryder. it's awesome he gets the free trip to or free entry to Erzberg. i think we heard a flight maybe two flights for him and someone um I, we were talking after the race i think team drt's going he should take his mom not chuck well, that's, that's between them. I don't want to get <laughs> any part of that. I know I'm going. Let's go. We're going to Austria. Okay. We need to take Blake, so we'll have a, f- a filmer. And gotcha. you and I could just participate in the parade. Uh, I mean, they say the party. Josh Shecker told me the biggest part about it is just the party. So I'm like, I don't really want to go race. Let's just go see Austria and go that. But what worries me is we haven't had Erzberg in two years because of COVID. When it comes back, it's oh, going to be like, three years of pent-up, pissed-off, Austrians, yeah, whatever else is over there. Is it Carl? The I don't know who does this one. Okay, he, I know he helps out. The Romaniacs guy helps out. All right, so what else we got? Let's let's move. I think we're done. Cliffhanger was awesome. Charles Training Center was awesome. Yeah, I want to move TKO to September because the weather was awesome and it was beautiful. I don't want it to interfere with Cliffhanger. Yeah, that was. I also saw that. That's a good thought. Uh, no, but huge shout out to Gary Barr, Derek Bratcher, all the Seer guys. Yep, um, great job. Uh, you guys are killing it. We I, love it. Just love it. Just fun. That's when oh, I. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I had one. Well, I went from I. I had the epiphany or a little switch in my mind this past weekend that it was like, all right, I'm preparing the hardest for the AMA races. You know that that's where I should be focusing. To suddenly, I'm like, screw that. These Sear races are super legit. Yep. This is where I need to focus my attention. I, I think that for next year is a good thing because. I hate to say it, we can be a little more competitive and, and maybe true. do well. You know, I mean, and yeah. you know, when I was working on my resume, I don't have I've got a night. We don't have Tristan and Cody and Well and and yeah, we can actually show some I think I got one top five in the Sear race. So it's like, all right, there's a little something to hang my I think hat my on. My best was sixth. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. So I mean but again the competition's there. They're within most of them are within two to four hours, luckily, of where we are. Exactly. So it I'm hoping Gary and Derek, please let's let's have the series again next year. And we're trying to do more with Sear, so yep, absolutely. hopefully uh, we can to help those hopefully guys. we'll have an announcement in the near future. Yeah, who knows? In the next couple months, anyways. Yeah. So, but no, it was a great season. We they did the awards afterwards, presented Ryder with some stuff. Um, but now we're it was a great year. It started early. I looked the first race. I think it was February. 
Yeah, I know. They took a big break in the summer while the all the AMA stuff was going on, and it was you know hot weather. Makes so, sense. I don't know. They need some time to recuperate. I know it's a lot of work, and um, we appreciate it. Once again, thank you guys. Yeah, absolutely. What's up, guys? I'm here with Ryder LeBlanc, the winner of the Cliffhanger 2021. How'd it go out there today, Ryder? Went pretty good. Got off to a decent start. I think it was like right behind Nick and Quinn. Began just kind of rode with everyone, rode with the group, kept it kind of fun, and then just kind of passed them here and there and ended up in first. And didn't really push too hard throughout the day. Just wanted to make sure the bike gets through the first couple laps to make sure I get the position I needed to. And once I figured I probably had enough ground covered where I was in ninth place for the day, I'd kind of push a little harder and just want to see how far I could lap up to and I think I ended up I met everyone but Nick which is pretty good and happy with that and keep going on to Endurocross. Okay so you mentioned that you had to finish ninth or better um so based on the points I guess y'all ran the math and Quinn had a lead in or without the drops Quinn Winsel had the lead yeah. but with the drop you had enough of a points advantage that you had to finish ninth or better if Quinn won yeah. So you are basically you're riding under the assumption that's hey if if I get ninth or better you got the championship right pretty much yeah I knew what I had to do and wasn't too big of a deal so as long as the bike gets through yeah and that's the thing you never really know um, in a hard enduro a lot of weird stuff can happen yeah but uh, you looked super smooth when you lapped me um, you, you know you, you took a little break and you were talking to me so yeah that was real nice of you <laughs> yeah no problem do that any race so. This means you're going to Erzberg next year. So, I mean, what does that mean to you to go to Erzberg? Um, it really hasn't sunk in yet because still got some races to go this year. And But I'm excited to go over there. I mean, got to race with all the Europeans when they came here to TKO. So at least I kind of know what to expect with them. And I'm excited to get over there into their terrain and see what a hopefully real hard enduro is. Yeah, and, and – expectation-wise, I mean, I fully expect you to finish that race. I mean, yeah. obviously they haven't had it in two years, so I'd say it's going to be pretty epic next year. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I mean, videos I'm sure don't do justice, so I'm excited to see what it actually looks like there in person get to ride it. Can't wait. All right, so Tulsa was – the Tulsa Enduro Cross was last weekend. Where did you finish, about sixth? I finished seventh. Seventh overall. That's solid. I mean, what, what was your best finish last year? eighth okay so you've improved on that and i have a feeling you can improve on seventh yeah. you're headed to prescott is that right um the next one's amarillo amarillo sorry amarillo texas next weekend um I mean, how what, what is it like shifting from a four stroke back to a two stroke and back to a four stroke i mean is it something you have to click in your mind or is it just kind of automatic um i mean first day when you switch back and forth i mean it can be a little weird but it kind of makes it more fun, like, switching to a different bike and, like, setting things up a little different, riding different pace. And I think it's a good change. I like doing it. I like Endurocross this year. I'm excited for it. What, um, before Amarillo, where, where are you going to ride? Um, I think I'm going to go over to Jackson's, Jackson Davis's house for a day or two, maybe ride with Brandon Petrie, and then head up to, there's another guy, I don't even know his name, he messaged me on Instagram, he lives, like, three hours from the race, might try to ride there and then head to the track yeah you say three hours but three hours out there is just like next door so yeah pretty much so 
All right. Well, congratulations on the win today. Congratulations on the Sear Championship. Um, this is your is this your first championship for Sear? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Who who won it last year? Nick. Nick. Yeah. Okay. So that's awesome. Um, right a LeBlanc, your 2021 Sear champion. Um, heck yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you guys. All right. See you next time. What's up, guys? Here with Nick Ferringer, the second-place finisher in the 2021 Cliffhanger. How'd it go out there, Nick? It went fair. I had a lot of fun. Um, I'll say this is my – I'll kind of joke because this is my first event off the couch. Um, Had a hellacious summer, and right after TKO, I came down with the Kung Flu COVID. Thanks, China. Um, So, anyway, bummed about that because I was down hard for two weeks, and recovery's been slow, and – painful and I try to get back to action and it was somewhat ill-advised by some that I came and did this but uh I knew I'd regret it all winter if I didn't come and do the last event so I swore I would come and trail ride it and I let myself down and I didn't trail ride it I I, really... I was gonna say you didn't do much trail riding today oh I don't actually trail ride it so <laughs> that was a loose loose description of what was gonna go down but um, I think we all knew but I, I, so I, I just, I drew the line at pushing my bike, like in, in a rush. I just, I would try things a second time or I would take my time pushing, but, uh, I think my riding was actually on par. I, I think the whole Romanian field trip improved my riding and the time off kind of was good for the soul despite being in misery. But, uh, no, man, the, the ride went good, uh, right up the line. There was chaos. There's riders everywhere. We had to navigate a Creek with water up to the hub. So there was, I saw Drew Kirby, swap out and go down and we got tangled up and i was just patient with guys and you know i think i actually i was in second for a while so you you had to have passed me yeah yeah no you were you were rolling right along and i think even Ryder was being patient and kind of calm because i knew he had everything to lose by getting antsy and uh it was quickly uh you know i think uh rider myself and uh uh jojo tool was was actually up front for several minutes and we we're just kind of cruising did you see jojo's face i have not seen his face i've got a video i'll show you here in a minute but he it looks like he got hit by mike tyson in the in the left eye he took one to the face in the face wow um but no it was, it was a good day i'm glad i was here the weather was phenomenal nice and cool a little moist here at ttc always makes things a little more interesting um those off cambers in the moist dirt that was legit you know, the, that was uh, – those were frustrating. They were challenging. And then some of the, the boulder piles, the rock gardens, if you will, uh, in those off-camber regions, it's just that seems like a certain part of the property we'd ride on. Um, those were challenging my confidence. and it, up, it, up there around Green Cabin, right below it, is that what you're talking about? I have no idea. Okay. But, yeah, there, there's some – that no, that was one of them. That, okay, that was a, a, a rock garden area, but there was another rock garden area following the second off camber region where it's just like man like it was it was working me and then there was a downhill boulder section that i don't know if you saw it or not but it it had me question do i ride it or do i walk it first lap i walked it second lap i rode it with like great caution and the third lap i uh, i went ahead and walked it because i was i was feeling a little gassed so my day ended pretty abruptly when my radiator hose exploded and i lost all my coolant so I stopped after, I think, the third check. Um, 
so I didn't make obviously I didn't make a f- complete lap. Would you say that the course improved throughout the day? Did it dry out a little more? It looked like Strange Hill, hill and and some of those hill climbs were getting a little easier. Is that true or is that, is that fiction? The evolution of the track through the day was was dynamic. Some of the dirt <laughs> like churned up and loaminess like made it better, but then there's a lot of rocky areas where you it's it looked dirt nice. dirt yeah. and rubber coolant and gearbox oil just seems to get on things and i was looking for untouched rocks to get on but the rocks were lubed yes they uh they didn't come pre-lubed but the lube got dispersed throughout the day yeah bryson my son he was like dad look at that it looks like somebody's been doing a burnout on that rock and i'm like they have been yeah no it's funny how much rubber you can see laid down and yeah, it's like you go to a drag strip, which I actually got to go see my first drag race recently. That was cool. Nice. Like all the rubber on the track makes it sticky, but out here, no, wow. no, 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 no. <laughs> so, have you had a chance to check out your heart rate to see how it was after your your illness? No, I'm sure it was high. Uh, my my watch, my Garmin watch, I hit the road in a hurry and noticed I was missing the the bat the battery was dead. Didn't have a charger. And so the only solution I came up with, I knew that at Romaniacs, I damaged one of my Garmin E-Trexes and I was passing a Cabela's. So I actually stopped Cabela's, bought a new E-Trex that would track the heart rate, but I can't review it until I go home and sit down with my desktop computer. Nice. But anyway, it just made sense to me. But um, So I won't know, but I tried to keep it under control. I, I know it was probably a little higher than it should have been. For example, last Saturday, I tried to do my first dirt bike ride, like quote unquote, thinking I was healthy. At saddle, I rode the saddleback track. That was fun. But uh, there was a few places that required a lot of effort. The rest of it I thought was fun and just a, a nice challenge. But one of the particular gold hills, my heart rate was hitting 195, like, Woo! quickly. That's and, high. like, repeatedly as I was trying it. And that, that had me concerned. Yeah. And that also got – it was 90 degrees. Yeah. And it – after three hours – get lightheaded at 195. No, but I do. I was, I just, I got gas real quick after three hours. I looked at the guy that was kind of showing me around and kind of babysitting me. I was like, take me back. I'm done. <laughs> right. So, all right. This is a very serious question. Should the promoters for the TKO just go ahead and hire the seer guys, the backwoods seer track layer outers to lay out the TKO course? Yeah, I, I think so, but the problem is Red Bull has what they want. And I came to the conclusion after hearing rumors of what Red Bull is going to do with the next override that uh, promoters are ultimately selling out for for spectator-friendly stuff, and they're selling off-road soul. So I'm, I'm pretty bummed. Like, off-road, we, we need to try to keep it great, but uh, the, the promoters and Red Bull, I, I think, are on the verge of ruining it. However, Red Bull, they, they sponsor Romaniacs, and it's – Seems to be one of the last like true off-road races yeah, in Erzberg. Yeah, I and I consider Erzberg a short loop because it's it's just I don't know what is it like. It's just an afternoon loop. Like I want to go all day. I want to go all week. Three or four hours. Yeah, hours? I, I have yet to do it. Um, and, and speaking of that, my dollars going to overseas is better spent somewhere like Romaniacs, where it's a week-long adventure. I'm not going to fly for 12 hours to go do a four-hour race. <laughs> I get that. Um, I had a great question. Drew, you got anything? Nothing? How'd your tires work out there today, out there today, Nick? I appreciate the volume of tires that Kenda's willing to put towards our racing effort so that I could change my tire halfway through the day. Was it better after the change? 
there was an improvement because the uh, the tire I put on had a softer mousse in it, and it helped it helped put all that Kenda tire wrapping around rocks better, and it, that seems to be one advantageous trick. How do you think Billy Bolt and Manuel Lettenbeckler would have liked today's course? I think they'd have loved it. They would have had fun with it, and they would have. I bet they would have spanked Ryder around, but today Ryder spanked me around. Yes, last year, <laughs> last year I, you know, I think Cody won, and I, I think I put on a strong second place ride, but you know, today uh, Ryder did quite well. Um, I tried to hold an honest ride, but I bet the Europeans would have enjoyed it. Do you think this year was harder than last year? I have a hard time remembering. Everyone said it was way harder, and I only made a lap, so I cannot remember. I, I was trying to recall on this. There were a few things added or that kind of developed. We basically rode the same track with some things I think added. that off-camera just made it a lot harder this year. Yeah, I mean, I think this year there was probably more moisture. I remember there was some moisture last year, though. There was. The creeks were flowing last year when we started. Yeah, exactly. I drew down his bike out. No, overall it was harder, um, for sure. I, I would say it was harder. Okay. I just it was something that somebody I, but, said. I was wondering. With hard enduro, every year, like, I think our bike setups get better. We get better as riders, but... I'm not getting better. <laughs> you, you We've know. got other obligations holding us down. Um, and sometimes these tracks and the lines we're riding, they actually settle. But a lot of the stuff seemed unsettled and not necessarily easier. But the just the conditions, uh, I felt like a stronger rider, but maybe my confidence was a little low. Last year I was riding you know, with high confidence. But I'd say it was a harder, harder track. Okay. But I felt good with it. Well, thank you for joining us for a minute. Um, we're looking forward to, to tonight. Are you, you sticking around? I have no plans. I don't know what I'm doing. All right. I think he's staying. We're going to have fun. I'm glad you're not doing this in his van with the, the rain trickling down. <laughs> Y'all had a little moment there. Where was that? Battle of the Goats. No, no. It was was about no. I think TKO. it was Battle of the Goats. Yeah, we did it inside. Because remember, we, we got in the van. We left. Yeah, you're correct. You're yeah, correct. it was Battle of the Goats. Yeah. You, you had a, ta- a towel on. How many times you've been you, in Nick's van alone? You, you don't appreciate my ambiance? <laughs> I do, but apparently Drew doesn't. <laughs> He's just jealous. He's invited. Come on, get in there. Yeah. Right, next time. No one invited me the first get time. Into That's my, it. Step into my Enduro portal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, Nick. We're going for a trip. <laughs> I've... What's up, guys? I'm here with Jeremiah Burkhart, fourth place overall at the cliffhanger, the final Sear event of the year, and third place overall for the year for Sear. How you feeling, Jeremiah? Tired after the race, uh, but uh, good otherwise, you know, sort of recovered a bit now. Sweet. So what, what were you – you raced TKO, TKO this year, right? I did not, actually. I didn't come down for it. Okay, but I know – Battle of the Goats, you, you're pretty much a regular on uh, a lot of the hardened rows around the U.S., right? Well, not necessarily. Um, as a personal decision, I don't ride a race on Sundays. It's something I've done since a kid. You know, I, there was a time when I did, but my brother and I, anyway, that's another story. But uh, So any race on a Sunday and um, Battle of the Goats has gone to a Sunday event now, so I didn't even do the Saturday race today. And then I was real grateful that the Sear Series this year, they were all on Saturday. So I had a series that I could, uh, you know, compete in and hit all the races. And that's awesome. I was able to do that. Cool. I didn't know that. that that's a, I mean, that's a strong personal fortitude decision. I respect that very much so. Thank you. So you mind 
like this is kind of an introduction to the American hard enduro world for Jeremiah Burkhart. You mind giving us a little background on some kind of the you know the racing you've been doing over the years? Um, not much to tell you the truth. Uh, as a early twenties something, I did some motocross, but uh, rode dirt bikes as a, a kid, just four strokes XRs and things. Um, but my dad didn't want us uh, racing much and getting hurt and generally motocross races are Sundays right so uh right anyway um when I do a lot of mountain biking and had a uh, sort of gravitated towards the um urban street riding on a mountain bike over picnic table tables and that kind of thing and so that influenced my dirt biking and um I started you know since I'd say my 20s looking for the harder and more gnarly stuff we moved out here to near Brushy Mountain Motorsports um like eight years ago and um finally you know started riding out there some and asked uh, Tyler you know hey where's the roughest stuff and really that's been it it's been the last I don't know five years or so um you know it is significant in 2017 I got third in the Battle of the Goats race I remember that um, we were like who is this guy yeah, you were there, and we rode yeah. together. The first year was 16, right? And I did, like, ninth or something. I was like, man, this is awesome. That was my first hard enduro. And uh, then in 17, third. And, um, and then after that race, dude, I had been riding so much and going so hard that I messed up my arms. Like, I was ignoring the pain, you know, the whole no pain, no gain. That's a bad idea. You do that long enough to muscles on your body, you're going to have problems. And that's what I did. And I was out for two years because I had messed up my arm muscles so bad. And I had other body issues. So I didn't ride for two years. And I'm grateful to guys like Russell Loudermilk for uh, looking in on me. He lives close to me. And that two years, he'd check in on me every now and then see how I was doing. And eventually, I slowly got back to it. And I'm almost 100% back now as far as how my arms feel. And uh, um, there anybody else there that's struggling with that, you know, arm pump and bad arm muscle pain otherwise, um, I'd encourage them to, you know, hit me up, give me a call. I've been all through it and I'd be happy to support somebody, give them some advice. And, and I've done that with a few guys. Nice. How old are you, Jeremiah? 44 yesterday. Sweet. Well, happy birthday. Thanks. I mean, this is a pretty sweet birthday. Get on the podium or well, the, the overall podium for both the year and the, uh, you know, and yeah. for the race. So congratulations, man. Thanks, buddy. It was awesome. Anybody you need to thank? Um, I thank my wife for the support, uh, Fly Racing and uh, Guts Racing. Um, they do give me a, a bit of a discount. And uh, Mark Hilton over at Motivation Suspension, a little discount on suspension work and that sort of thing. So I thank those guys. Awesome. All right. So thanks for taking for a minute with us. And uh, y'all have a safe travel back to North Carolina. Thanks, buddy. You too. All right, what's next, Will? Enduro Cross. Is Enduro Cross dead? I don't know. No, <laughs> I saw Brian's uh, <laughs> yeah, Seat yeah, Times yeah. <laughs> YouTube video. I haven't any, watched does, it yet. I think I haven't watched it either. It was like, does anybody care about Enduro Cross anymore? I, I care because it's all the guys that we raced with all summer doing right. it. And we'll see. Um, I think I might buy the Flow TV package, and it's like 12 bucks a month. Can you share the password with me? Uh, no comment. Maybe <laughs> you shared your password for years. Well, I don't remember what it was. God, I had right. yeah, to watch UT football. So yeah, we can work something out. Yeah. So well, I said something about being too cheap to watch it. And Shecker was like, dude, that supports like what we're trying to do. Like nut up is $12. I'm like, fine. $12. $12.50. That's a six pack of beer. <laughs> All right. Sorry. What kind of beer are you drinking? <laughs> 
yeah, true. All right. Uh, good, good point. So we've, we've already had round one, and it was in Tulsa. Yep. And Colton Haker dominated. He did. 1-1-1. One, one, one. Yep. Tristan went 2-3-2, two, two, mm-hmm. and then Cooper went 3-2-3. Three, three. Yep. So I didn't see it, but I did hear um, Brian Pierce's interview with Tristan, and Tristan did not sound happy. No, he didn't. I don't, well, I I know he is very competitive and doesn't like to lose, especially. Apparently, Colton did some showboating. Oh yeah, I saw some of that afterwards. He took his a well, handstand or something. Uh, well, I didn't hear about it. I mean, he took his what? He took his jersey off. He threw his goggles up the thing. I guess all that rest, not doing the last few hard enduros, might have helped. And maybe no, he was fired up. Yeah, he's well, and he was closet training. So maybe you know he obviously came out and dominated so what else can we say that's what he likes to do it's what he feels comfortable on you're a cross specialist yeah and i mean he he said i think it was the same podcast or interviews you're talking about with pierce he said he wasn't comfortable on the two-stroke the hard enduro bike he didn't feel competitive he didn't feel good he wasn't enjoying right. it he said he couldn't ride it across a parking lot yeah so that's i mean weird. yeah so i guess this is his what he likes to do and he's showing out so hopefully it'll be a little more competitive this time we know Cody's got the what the broken wrist. Yeah, and I think he's going to be out till probably Denver. Yeah, probably. Oh, he's going to be that long. Well, I think he gets his whatever his cast immobilization cast off uh, right before Prescott. Okay, which is October twenty third. Um, so I he might need to practice. I would not recommend going straight to the worst possible smashing K rails smashing event. You could big jumps. Yeah, no, yeah. no big deal. So we got Amarillo this weekend. Yep. We got Reno the next weekend. They have a weekend off. Then they go to Prescott, Arizona. Okay. And then the next weekend they got a doubleheader. Denver, 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 Denver Friday night, Saturday night. And that's, I mean, that's Cody's hometown. So hopefully, yeah. Well, I mean, he might as well at least show up. Try to home do it. T- new hometown. I should yeah, say new hometown. But um, I know that um, like talking to the guys this weekend, I know Ryder and Jackson were headed down to Jackson's house. Yep. And Brandon Petrie was there. Yeah, so I guess Jack the Davises have an enduro cross track. So I have been seeing some Instagram stuff, and I asked Gary. I was like, "Is, is Davis going to race? Is he going to race uh, Amarillo?" And yep. so he is. Yeah, they were head. I actually Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, Jackson. What did I say? <laughs> well, you just said Davis. <laughs> I mean, I figured it wasn't Gary or Patsy. <laughs> Davis. Davis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, they. Uh, I text Gary. I don't know what. You're, oh, I was looking for some videos for my social media posts for the cliffhanger and there's uh, not many of me <laughs> no, so, well he had a couple of me um but he said they were going to head down today because they couldn't really get in and do anything until tomorrow morning um i did see enduro cross made an announcement that they're not doing the hot laps until the show actually starts so like oh try- get a crowd there they're trying to get some crowd there so then yeah so they can see them on their heaters which i think is a good idea because that's a you know They've got the whole track to themselves. They can do whatever they want, and they'll take some lines. That, that looked weird last last race, whenever it was, two weeks ago, when yep. they did the hot lap, and there were zero fans there. Yeah, so um, I know Todd Hammock, who's running it now. He's got Josh Shecker helping him. they got a bunch of people doing it. So I'd love to see it be successful because, again, these factory guys have to race two series. So Enduro Cross is one, and hopefully the Extreme Hard Enduro Series can continue to be the second one. Um, they can make a living doing it, some of them anyway. I didn't see her. Adams here. Yep. So some other guys we haven't talked about. Yep. We're Will Reardon. Yep. He ended up fourth, right? Right. Yep. Max Gearston. Yeah, Max. He started real slow. I don't know if he was yeah, sleepy he's coming or on what, that. but then he decided to step it up. Obviously, Ryder LeBlanc. Yep. Tim Apole. Yep. From Germany. Yep. 
So we I saw on Instagram. <laughs> this isn't funny, but they're trying to find a way to get his uh, beta from Arizona <laughs> to Tulsa. I don't know if something a ride fell through, but they're trying to find his biker ride there. Yeah, so help him out. I know somebody help him out. All right, and, you, and by I, the time you hear this, it'll be too late. Yeah, exactly. I guess that um, there was some kind of enduro cross somewhere out west last week where Tim beat Colton. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the circumstances. So if anybody's got some information oh, I, on that, I did not. That must be like we don't follow the right people. Exactly. Okay. Well, thanks for the update. Yeah. That was a very weak update. <laughs> yeah, well, I, all right. So sorry. Some other people. I, I just got off track. That's pretty much it. Um, okay. Well, there's, any, there's anybody else you want to talk about? No, I'm trying to think of who else is out there. It's been, I've been enjoying all the coverage uh, IRC's been doing with Spencer Wilton. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of like GoPro. And Seat Times coverage. Yeah. And Seat Times coverage. He was there. But like they put the GoPro on and seeing him do the hot lap and then some of his main event, it, it was some intense racing. Who's that? Wilton? Uh, Spencer Wilton. Yep. Spinny, he's Canadian. I guess Ryan okay. Wells. I don't know if he's doing anything. He's not doing it? Mm-mm. But I did see the Tristan and Spencer went and did the quarter, corduroy and Corduroy, yeah. And, and Nick Faringer was talking about how he wishes he could have gone to that one. Yeah, because I know he did it and he loved it. I know him and Zach Attack did it, and it was like, man, that'd be a good one to get up to. Yeah. Um, but it looked like they had a lot of fun. I think Tristan won, Spencer got second. Yeah. Uh, that was last weekend. And that's not really a hard enduro. That's no, it's a tr- more traditional enduro. It's a difficult enduro? Yeah. Or is Papa Joe a severe enduro? Severe enduro. All right, so what do we got after enduro cross, Will? The next item on the list is the FIM Hard Enduro World Championship, which obviously TKO was one of those. So I guess Manny and Billy yep. are pretty much neck and neck for There's, that championship. They're one point apart. One I, point apart. I with, saw that today. And according to their website, they have two races to go. Okay. So they've got this weekend is Hispania. In Spain. Yep. And it, that's the one where the dude fell off the cliff into like straight into the lake. Yeah, they never found him. <laughs> well, I did see Paul Bolton was uh, going to do some of the track preview stuff, and they were taking him out by boat. It's like quicker to get there. They'd oh, already taken sick. the bikes out. Yeah, they were in boats headed out. So, um, But, yeah, I was follow- I just followed Hispania. I don't know what their Instagram page is, but it's not like Hispania. They've got some – this is the race where Johnny Walker looped it out. His bike caught traction and, like, decked that dude. Oh, was that Johnny? Uh, yeah, it was Johnny when he was on a KTM. Okay. So they've got a video from this, like, ridge, and you're looking down into the quarry where that takes place, and there's all these up and downs. And mm-hmm. then they pan 180 degrees behind them, and that's where the lake is. So it was really cool to give you, like, an idea of the layout of that property. Um, so it looks like it could be good. So is that the cave as well? Yes, I believe so. Maybe. It's starting a cave. Yeah, they run and then bikes in a cave, which I think is unfair for people that can't run fast. Just saying. It's great, though, for short people. Yeah. Oh, I got that going for me. I just can't <laughs> run fast. You can just crawl. <laughs> I just crawl. All right. So, yeah, so we got two rounds left. I think it's down to kind of Manny and Billy. Um, and then gets in Rodeo in Germany. Oh, okay. October 28th. Okay, so that's the final round. And, well, and then Wade Young's in third place. I think he was nine points. They were like. Wade could sneak in there. Yeah. Because he just won that hero enduro. Right. And then not, you know, kind of in the same vein is Graham Jarvis. Did you see his Instagram post where he's carrying, like, his crutches and his braces and he throws them in a trash can? No. He hops on a Husqvarna and does a slow wheelie out of sight. That doesn't sound smart this soon after knee surgery. Well, he can do slow wheelies better than anyone yeah, probably. in the world. <laughs> yeah, probably. the chances of him falling off that. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, good. Maybe Glad I dreamt that. I hope I did really see that. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. All right. So, I mean, we're getting down to kind of the rumor mill right now. Do you want to talk any about the 2022 AMA Extreme Series? 
Um, I've heard good things are in the works. I hope they continue to go the direction we've heard. Um, new promoter, um, some old blood, some new blood. A couple um, races in, a couple races out. Yeah, a little, little abbreviated schedule. It's not going to be as big, hopefully. In the hope in doing it that way, it's not as much criss- crisscrossing of the country. Crisscross. Took, took me a minute. Uh, so that is the goal. Um, I'm not... I'm not really – I don't think I'm at liberty to talk about much. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want that, that rumor mill to stop coming to me. I, I think one rumor that we all know is true because I, I saw it on Instagram. That makes okay. it true, right? Yep. was that Rev Limiter is not going to be in yep. the 2022 series. So it, well, it's, not, not, it's just no longer happening. And is – Override is still happening. So Red Bull Override's happening this December. Mark's not involved anymore. Mark Cook, Mark Cook, no longer. I don't, I don't know if that was his decision or it was pulled away from him. Not sure. Um, Doesn't matter. Yeah, but someone there's a new promoter. I think, Mark has added so much to the sport over the years, so we'll give him a little credit. All right, he 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 did. The Rev Limiter was always a a good race. Um, so, but yeah, it, it was it was a great race. Hate to see it go. You know, my wife's from Dallas, so we always enjoyed making the trip over there, all twelve hours, but wasn't that bad. Um, but yeah, so Red Bull Override is this December. Um, yeah, and he's not involved. That's all I got. Okay. Any silly season news? Oh, I do have something that came up talking about the Hard Enduro World Championship. Okay. Their 2022 calendar came out. Yes. Two North American rounds. Yes. And we posted something on our Instagram or our Facebook about that. Yep. So, there's going to be TKO. Oh, Canada. And then two weeks later, it's going to be the Canada race. Oh, I can't remember what it was called. It looked like they were riding on the moon. It looked gnarly. Um. But so they're trying to decide if the Canada race is going to be first and then TKO, maybe move TKO back a little. That'd or, be awesome. Or, back. or vice versa. Um, because talking to the guys who were working on the 22 uh, hard enduro or uh, extreme off-road calendar, the two dates they're really working around right now are Erzberg and Romaniacs. Because we obviously have a lot of you know U.S. guys who want to do both. So those are the two dates they're really trying to work around. Um, hopefully everything will fall in place. What's funny is they've worked so hard to, to work around those races for the last two years, and Erzberg hadn't happened. Yeah, very true. Yeah. Romanics and and Ur- happened you know, this year. And Erzberg's a little easier to work around because it's a one-day race. Yeah, they got to go there a little early and walk, but, you know, Romaniacs, you've got to get With there the prologue, early. it's a two-day race. Okay. Two-day race, all right. It's close. Day. It's not like a four-day race with a prologue and all that. So, anyway. Yeah. But it doesn't take up as much time on the front end in the race. Do you have any silly season news, Drew? Or is it too early? Um, well, so on the Supercross side, apparently today is the day all the contracts are ending and new ones can be announced. So there's a bunch of stuff coming out right now with that. Jason Anderson's out at Husky. Supposedly going to Kawasaki. That's weird. Yeah, and then Malcolm Stewart's, it's already been announced. He's going to Husqvarna. Kind of, he's taking his spot. That's not weird. Yeah, not weird. But he is doing Supercross and Motocross now. For two years. Him him outdoors would be cool. Yep, so it'll be good to see that. Um, I don't know of any hard enduro stuff. It's yeah. it's I Do guess before Enduro Cross. Yeah. I mean, I know Ryder was a little bit in the silly season stuff, yeah. but I think I, he's still with DRT. Yeah, I for now. Um I think Colton resigned with Husky. I haven't heard yeah anything. We know Tristan's still with KTM for one more year. Cody's still with Sherco for one more year. At least. Yeah. On those two guys. Um, and that's all I know. That's all my head. Okay. Well, sorry about it up. Yeah, kind of a letdown of silly season. I don't have anything. All right. So we'll try to get some. 
that's about it for as far as my outline goes. Um, what's your short term plans, Drew Kirby? Got a week until we go to fall break, so the fitness journey is not going to start until after fall break. Um, then I think it's getting shape time. And that'll last till like Thanksgiving, and it'll go off the tracks. <laughs> and then, then it's holiday time. And then, then, then it's like, well, it's Thanksgiving. Christmas is in like two weeks anyway. So I, I'm going to call January 1st. I think it's getting in shape and riding. And we've been, man, we've been finding some good new stuff. And it's, we've officially stopped riding single track and just started finding hills and stupid stuff, new stuff to go up. Like we rode yesterday, myself, Will, and Blake, and it was awesome. Hero Dirt. And we went up some just, we found some great stuff. Um, so we've just been, in, I've been enjoying doing that. I don't know about you, but. Yeah, it's it's been great um, finding some new property and and hopefully making some new trails this winter is my goal. I can't wait for the leaves to come down uh, when we we'll, we can really start seeing some more terrain. Yep, and not get caught on someone's game cam because we got off property. Sorry. Yeah. Well, at least I had gray on my bike for once. It was you that got busted. Yeah, I guess it happens. Yeah. Well, we couldn't see the the yeah. We, I actually we never saw it. We accidentally got off property and got a. But we found out. We apologized. The guy wasn't mad. He just said, hey, I want to let y'all know. So worked out well. No, he was cool. Yeah. And, you know, I told him, hey, if uh, if you have a problem with dirt bikes in the future, let me know, and I will help you figure it out. Yeah. No, we're, we're, we've are we got a great place to ride, Windrock Mountain. We've got 70,000 acres, so um, we really enjoy it. I guess that's it. No, man. Well, hopefully we'll have a podcast maybe when uh, Enduro Cross is wrapping up. I was trying to go to Denver for the last two rounds. Doesn't look like it's going to happen, unfortunately. I was also thinking about it, but that is my wife's birthday. Ooh, that is, she does not want to go to Denver for a dirt bike race? The kids celebrate Halloween. That was the other problem, Halloween. Yeah, yeah. so it just... Not a good weekend. There's no snow there yet, so... Yeah. If, well, they, I, if they could do it in, like, February, I'd be down. Well, maybe we could move things around. You can do... Enduro Cross is indoors, so maybe we could do it in the kind of makes sense, doesn't yeah, it? Would, I don't know. That's I, something about contracts. All right. Well... Thank you guys for listening, and as always, please give us a review. Yep. Uh, if you like it, give us a five-star review or a thumbs-up or whatever whatever the service. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I know reviews are helpful. Okay, I didn't know that. Maybe I'll just go leave us some reviews. Please do. I've never done it. You've never? What? <laughs> Was I supposed to? I don't know. I've only asked for this like 20 times. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, maybe I will next time. Well, guys, thanks for listening. It's been a great season, and until uh, next time. See you on the trail.